Oh, sorry. Didn't hear you come in. But now that we got you, why don't you settle in and let us take a crack at all your hardest questions? Word of warning, no advice during this podcast should be followed. Well then, pitter-patter. It's been a long fucking year, I'm staying sober now. I can deal with the stress I get from going out. Going out. Then you call up my phone, you want a night out. No, I want to say no, but you're outside my house. Tanner, I don't think anyone wants to read your fan fiction about Colonel KFC, General Mills, and Captain Crunch. I don't think it's going to sell that well. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Hey, welcome to Mid Best Mid Worst. Of course, we are an advice podcast where we take the internet's best and worst questions and we churn out some Midwestern advice. I am Shane Spiker, and today, I still do not know. See, this is what I was talking about. I'm going to cut. I'm going to be cutting this fucking thing out because I fucked up. And today, I am Shane Spiker, and I still don't have a fucking thing to say. God damn it, Tanner, take it away. (laughs) First of all, you should keep the first one, and I have, and just leave it. And I'm Tanner. I had my Midwestern soul rejuvenated last night by a Midwestern staple, the pork tenderloin. Well, we are going to be getting into that. I, I can, you, you betcha, we are going to be getting into that. But first, Tanner, a little treat to all of our listeners. Scott Thompson was on our episode last week, and he had so much fun that he had taken to kidnapping me. And if I sound a little weird, it's because I've been being held hostage in his little tiny garage now for the better part of six days. Um, I am being held to do this for him. Welcome to the show, Scott Thompson. Well, thanks for having me back. Um, not that you could leave because, like, you so... The chance. At least you have a nice nice captor. Um, At least he's a very nice one. Yeah, yeah. We've had so much fun over the past six days, um, (laughs) discussing, you know, today's podcast and plans for the future and going on long drives and I've been showing him my plans and I built him this wonderful sound studio in my garage. Probably one of my more favorite parts over the last week was the 3 a.m. waterboarding that you would do to me. <laughs> um, I, I just found that I, where I've always struggled to wake up so early in the morning, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that does the does, trick does for me. Have, it was so good. My, or does he have you put the lotion on the skin? Or else I do get the hose <laughs> I, I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tanner. Um, from coming from a man who's very hungry, because uh, while Scott has been so generous with the waterboarding, but not so generous in the food category, <laughs> you did mention a pork tenderloin, which has got my mouth a salivating. Could you tell me what it was like after being gone from the Midwest for so long to maybe sink them teeth into that juicy piece of meat? Well, my initial my initial reaction were tears naturally, just tears down the face. It was just so beautiful. I heard this orchestra of angels, just angelic music that like the sky opened up and it was the most beautiful thing ever. But um, we actually went down, uh, we've been doing our, you know, our distancing and all that. And we kind of kept ourselves fairly quarantined, went down to Emily's and uncle's house, makes the best freaking tenderloin ever. Like he gets like the actual tenderloin, beats it out. And then makes the tenderloin, breads it, deep fries it, and then, um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Now, I think that this is what separates the boys from the men. When you're enjoying the the 
the tenderloin of the pork variety. What type of toppings are you fucking with? So I I like to keep mine basic. Lots of ketchup. Despite not liking ketchup, pork tenderloin is the exception. Oh my boy! Like, what? It has to be Welcome warm. to the and party. The ketchup has to be warm too. I don't. Like, maybe I don't like ketchup cold. Maybe I just need my ketchup warm. But I love it. And the thing, the beautiful thing about pork tenderloin, Midwesterns know all about the pork tenderloin. But if you ain't never been from the mid, oh, it's a staple. If you haven't been to the Midwest, it is. You have to have the patty or the loin, whatever you want to call it. It has to be three times size the bun. There's a ratio, and if it's not three times the right. size at yes. least, it doesn't count. It's not pork no, tenderloin. No, no. See, I, I'm a boy from from a Midwest state that oftenly finds myself enjoying, uh, m- as far as toppings, the accoutrement of the pork tenderloin, uh, uh, pickles. Pickles, I like pickles, mustard, and ketchup. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, I I don't want to see no city slickers coming in, putting ranch on their pork no, tenderloin. No, Lettuce and tomato. No. I, 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 might argue tomato. With, I might argue with onion, but lettuce, tomato, no. Yes. Oh, see, I, and you will get an argument from me because I, I despise the goddamn onion. I'm not a fan of it. Well, this is the, this is, does your opinion, like, does your opinion, like, are you able to say no, pork tenderloin shouldn't have an onion because you don't like onion? Well, I think I'm able to say that nothing should have onion <laughs> because I don't like onion. So. <laughs> I, now, now uh, Scott's being very nonverbal and maybe a little passive aggressive towards me right now because he's shaking his head no, and I'd like to go ahead and get him on record of why you were shaking your head. Okay, so my question here, I, I have a, a, a question inside of a question. Do you eat your pork tenderloin the same way every time? Yes. You, you know how like people will like, go to a, a restaurant and they'll get the same thing the same way every yeah. time? I think, I think there is. I don't. You don't eat your so you don't eat everything the same way at the same time or your pork tenderloin or both because there's like I might have a one way flight to Forest City and um, only one of us is coming back to Florida. <laughs> so 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 uh, I do like to mix it up, but I don't eat my pork tenderloin the same way every time. How many um, ways can you eat a freaking t- pork tenderloin? Two. There are two <laughs> correct ways to eat a pork tenderloin. Oh, okay. Is there a wrong way? One is with yes, and it's all of your guys' ways. <laughs> The correct way is with onion, pickle, and mustard, or pickle and Gene Bog barbecue sauce. So first of all, Whoa, barbecue stop. sauce. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. No barbecue yep. sauce. No. Fucking pork tenderloin. You're gonna walk no. into this. You're gonna walk into this holy sanctuary of podcasting history, and and you're gonna sit here and spew your saucy lies oh. all over our table. Oh. I think not. Yep. No, you don't. You, you there's no pork. No, no, no barbecue sauce. Like, you, not not on bread. Like, you can't. No. You can't what? sit on your high goddamn motherfucking horse saying, "Oh, those city slickers. They can't have. Oh. Uh, they can't have tomato and lettuce." But I'm gonna put barbecue sauce. I'd rather have a city slicker have fucking barbecue sauce. No, I want barbecue slicker. sauce on a sandwich. You go eat a yeah. like a pork no, no, no. sandwich. Oh, and you don't you don't like skimp on it. I mean, that's like yes, I agree with you, Tanner. That it's like three times the size of the bun, and you get barbecue sauce all no. the way to the outside. You're doing it wrong. And your pickles are trapped safely underneath your bun top. Uh-huh. Hard disagree. That's the correct way to eat it. Uh, no. So tasty. <laughs> I, I feel like you've committed meat sin 
and I I will not stand. Barbecue is one of the you can put yeah barbecue sauce is one of the very few condiments I actually like, but to put it on a I don't know Scott like I just my heart dropped to my nuts. I I to to think that we've sat here and, and we befriended you we brought you into our school and basically raised you from a young bird. And honestly, I think the reason Tanner and I are taking this so hurtful is it, it, it's like Tanner and I have been so such good parents to you. And now all of a sudden you've betrayed us with your rock and roll and your well, long you, hair. Speaking of city slickers, <laughs> speaking of city slickers, didn't you come from Chicagoland area and you're defiling our You know what? That's what it is. Okay. You know what? You're defiling our pork tenderloin in rural Midwest. <laughs> And you, sir, are yeah. the city slicker. Okay. I don't I don't go to your mom's house and tell you how to make a deep dish pizza. Maybe you don't come okay. to Iowa and tell us <laughs> how right. to make a pork tenderloin. <laughs> Since I see that there's a point of contention here. Okay. You're right. I, I did come from the other side of the Mississippi. Some might say the correct side. I won't say the correct side because I do love this wonderful state. Um, I did adopt one of your guys' um, delicacies. Um, it's something that I'd never had until I moved to Iowa, uh, and that is the tater tot hot dish. Mm-hmm. The tater tot <clears throat> hot dish is my soul food. Now, the hot dish is a staple. In, it is. In, I, I would say everywhere in the yes. Midwest. Or is it casserole? And, and, and I will fight to the death anybody that calls it a casserole. Good, I will too. Oh, it's not it a casserole. A test. It was a test. Like, that was strike number two. If you called it a casserole, like barbecue sauce on te- pork tenderloin, Casserole, uh, tater tot casserole too. Like you had one more before this episode. Before like she was hitting the fan. Here, here's what Scott's not telling you, Tanner. Is I bet this motherfucker puts barbecue <laughs> sauce on his tater tot. He does. <laughs> he puts on everything else that's not right. He I, don't, on the inside. I don't. Instead no. of using and cream of mushroom or like cream of celery, cream of mushroom, he uses cream of barbecue sauce. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not ask my wife about my sauces. She will tell you things. I don't want. I don't know if I want to know about your sauces. <laughs> That's between you not, and your not wife. Not like bedroom sauces. There's no, no, no. Let me let me preface this. There's no bedroom sauces here. <laughs> it's just the you know barbecue sauce on stuff and some other tasty things that I like to eat on random things. Yeah, we'll see. Liz oftenly texts me after each episode, and if you have secret bedroom sauces that you're not telling us about, I'm going to know about them sauces. No, 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 no. We're not talking. There A, there are none, and B, we're not talking about it. Hey, boys, Um, just real quick. My best friend, uh, who is a 20-year-old female, told me, uh, who I, I am also a 20-year-old female, that she started working as a sugar baby. I wanted to be supportive, but I have no idea how to respond to her. A little help here with suggestions would go a long way. Could you please help? There's a lot of thought going on. And I, like, I see, like, I'm looking at the golf cart. I'm looking at the shed, the hostage situation. I see the wheels turning. And so I, I don't know. I try to put myself in that position. If I were a 20-year-old female, because as a male, I can't get that leverage in life. Like, I can't just go be a sugar baby as a male, I don't think. Think maybe there is a thing out there. I don't know, but if there is, sign me up. I, I kind of look like I'm 23, so still have plenty of years so to cash I, I in on this. You you hit the head the nail right on the head. I have captured a sugar baby. Shame. It's Shane, and he's been captured in my in in my garage for the last six Shane's days. Your sugar you baby. are my sugar baby. I I will I I while I love I, I love, am a sugar daddy. <laughs> woo. 
while I love that, I would say that I, I'm a pretty aggressive looking sugar baby. Not a whole lot of, well, not a whole lot of sugar babies are running around like this. Yeah, which if you board. never leave, we don't have to worry about looks. <laughs> See, that's Scott's getting this out of the way and on record because when this eventually does go to court for the capture and the release of me, <laughs> he's going to fail to use the word that he he that he was a hostage taker and said he'll call himself a sugar daddy in court, <laughs> and which <laughs> is not what a sugar daddy it's, is. It's glorified capture. Now, is it possible that we have a misunderstanding between these two friends? Maybe she is not being a sugar baby in the truest sense that we know the word sugar baby. Someone who would like to date someone that has money to buy them things. <laughs> is it possible that she is looking to maybe start a relationship with a sugarcane farmer? Mm-hmm. Where she would like to become a true sugar baby. Uh, a sugar baby of the farm, if you will. Someone, someone who wants to work with the land and, and really take them crops in. Sugarcane. Now, I, I'm seeing a lot of puzzled looks, but I, I would argue that neither one of you are playing with me in this space at the moment of her wanting to just maybe nom down on some delicious sugarcane. Maybe she has a sweet tooth, Tanner, with your judgmental eyes. Are you telling me that there's no no woman out there maybe wants to date a, a successful sugarcane farmer? I'm just saying I'm not that woman. That's all I'm saying. Like, again, not, not big on condiments, <laughs> not big on sweets. So, um, what do you eat? Potato, lots of potato. Poor tenderloins. Poor tenderloins. <laughs> Poor tenderloins and hot dishes are the only two things I've ever eaten, and I refuse to change my ways. So, what if what if we're thinking about this in a nonsensical fashion? What if she's becoming the mascot for sugar babies? Like, and she's going down and she's dressing up in the big costume and she's running around, you know, acting like a furry <laughs> and and getting laid in the parking lot by some other sugar baby. <laughs> what is a sugar baby? It's a, it's a type of candy. Oh. There, it's like, like a sugar, gummy candy. So there's sugar, so there sugar daddies and sugar babies. Is that correct, Scott? The sugar daddies are yeah, they're on yeah. the stick. Sugar babies are the um, jelly bean-sized sugar babies. It's like caramel... With like a shell, like a chocolate right. shell on the outsides, which are delicious. They've got to have a, they've got to have a mascot for marketing. Points. Fair enough. Okay. Well, now you've brought up another good point. If we're talking about a candy, could we be dealing with a Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory scenario where she wants to get blueberried? Maybe <laughs> she loves some sugar baby candy so much that she wants to turn into. A physical sugar baby. I thought you wanted. I, I'm sorry. I took that as she wanted to get blueberried in the chocolate factory. I'm not sure what that means. I was like, wait, hold on. What does blueberried in the chocolate factory mean? Like, I get her being silly, but hold on a second. I'm not sure what that means. I love that euphemism. I'm using it from now on. You want to get blueberried in the chocolate factory? <laughs> Please, please stop. I think as your your job as your friend, your job <laughs> as a friend, I should say, is not to maybe um, question whether what she is doing is right or wrong, but instead to question what what is she actually doing here? <laughs> Could be, we've we've thrown out a lot of different scenarios in, in, in which that. Um, you may be looking at this yeah. the complete wrong way. And, and to be honest, I feel like I'm being lied to about the scenario. Like, we took Sugar Baby one way, maybe it's another. We've all been lied to. And so, I really want to know, what's the dumbest myth you two have ever, like, heard? Like, people are lying to everyone all the time. 
everything can be misconstrued. There's everything on social media, the internet, Google. You can Google anything. You get five different answers. What type of weird myths or lies have you gentlemen like been a part of? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and jump in right now. Um, I, I agree. Right now, it's so hard with news. And, and, and the state of the country that we're in, that you can never take anyone at face value. But someone that most people typically do take at face value is their mother. Uh, mm. Someone that you trust in, inherently to always tell you the truth. Um, now, this goddamn bitch has lied to me so many times <laughs> specifically one thing that i don't think i can forgive her for and, and, and i hey mom mom this is for you I, I know you're listening i love you to death but you gotta quit telling people that you can't drive at night with the fucking lights on in the car i looked it up it's not a law you've been telling everyone this <laughs> their whole life I, I checked with your daughter, who's, who also told me that you told her this. I checked with your eldest son. And while his memory may be slipping in his uh, more upper age of years that he's been around, he too remembers this. You also told me I can't drive without shoes on. Why? What was the issue there? Why are you telling me this? Yeah, is, is that a real now, thing? Those are just two examples. Are, is, are you not? A, no. I've heard, so I've heard that before. Is that, like, is that a true myth? I think it is. Like, I've heard both of them. It, yeah, so people are saying this. Let's just get out there. Now, uh, again, please reference back to the first, I don't know, 30 seconds of this episode where we say uh, we don't advise you to follow our advice. But I'm pretty sure that this will hold up in court. Uh, not illegal. Not illegal at all to drive barefoot nope. or with the lights on in the car. Do it. Yeah. It's not probably good practice, but it's not illegal. <laughs> Which is how I like to live my life. <laughs> well, 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 what you, well, what you're doing isn't technically correct. It's not really illegal. So. See, I think it should be more illegal to drive with sandals than barefoot. Do you know how many times I have accidentally got caught on the accelerator where, like, my sandal went behind it yeah. and my toes were in front of it? Like, I'm going like, I can't show emotion in like sound. But, like, your foot's stuck on the accelerator, and you're like, ran, ran, ran. Hold on. Hold on. Let me paint a word picture for our audience <laughs> listening. While what Tanner was doing while explaining that sentiment was just bobbing back and forth very quickly. <laughs> Much like a duck eating out of a river. <laughs> so, speaking of eating, um, the myth that I always heard regarded, like, eating stuff. So, I was told that if you... Uh, if you ate a watermelon seed or an apple seed, that um, either a watermelon mm -hmm. would grow in your stomach, mm -hmm. or uh, or a, a, a fruit tree of whatever you, whatever you ate. I mean, if you wanted to choke down an apricot, that an apricot was going to grow yeah. in in you. Um, that was now now this is some rugrats misinformation bullshit that's been spread around since I was a young child of Chucky e. Finster eating a watermelon seed, in which Tommy and the gang had to. Uh, magic school bus style enter this young boy's body to receive the watermelon seed as so he would not become pregnant with said watermelon um children's shows when we were young oftenly filled us full of bullshit for a long time i believe that i could hit a friend in the head with a golf club and it would be comically funny and not so much dangerous to their health now andy um who because of being hit in the head with the golf club cannot really be on the show uh can testify <laughs> that he's still, he's still fine he just can't do a podcast because he has a cranium issue <laughs> just a little bit of a brain issue because I hit him in the head with a golf club 
because uh, Beavis and Butthead had assured me that they w- he would be fine the next episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're still on the same episode, and he is... I may have done permanent damage. There were definitely some air quotes there. <laughs> permanent. What's permanent? I also thought, like, gum. Going so, back to, like, like things growing inside yeah. your stomach, like, what was it, like, seven or eleven years, gum was just supposed to just sit inside your stomach and i wasn't sure what's supposed to happen it's supposed to sit there and is that not true no it's not it go, like it takes a couple of days it's a little bit shane it's true um yeah hold so, on now stop. No, you need to go to get I, like you need to go to a doctor and get the volleyball size of gum pulled out your ass because of all the gum you ate throughout all childhood it's ready to birth okay <laughs> okay i have i have I'm a I'm a thick boy by nature. Yeah. I've been I've been thick for a minute, and uh, I've been using the excuse for a couple years now that I put on weight because I chewed and swallowed gum as a kid and it just hasn't passed yet. It's true. No, it's well, true. Like you got to get that out. It's true. Okay. No, it is true. Okay. So what you're saying is I need to have my gum extraction. I'm going to drop about forty pounds. Is that what you're? Yeah, because gum naturally it holds water, it holds sodium, so like it, it affects the rest of your body. And so what you need to do is you have to have every 11 years, and it sounds like you have almost, not to make you sound old, but you almost have three cycles of gum chewing and swallowing, three, 33 years of gum in the tum. You got to get that extracted, all that sodium, all the water. You probably only weigh 110 pounds, like a beautiful, beautiful human being. <laughs> It'll be a beautiful swan when this is all done. <laughs> Well, I, I think uh, I, I think then probably my next step is I'm going to be leaving this podcast to consult with a doctor <laughs> because I, I do have three decades of gum in me. See, it, actually, that's not true. Uh, somewhere around my uh, my 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 year of eighteen uh, eighteen years on this earth, I, I quit eating gum because I have what I like to call my wet mouth, which is an overactively salivating <laughs> mouth, and gum fucks up my so shit. So does your anger. Like, I, I remember... <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was younger, um, I, I, I remember that... Uh, Tanner, I think you could probably testify this, because it, it slowed down throughout high school, but when we'd be playing video games, I, I would drool. Yeah. I, I was a very drooly yeah. boy. So I had, I, I had that active mouth the way it was, and it... I'm like, I realized that, you know, I'd eat gum. And I'm like, why the fuck am I drooling all over myself? And I just cut out gum. I quit eating gum because I'm like, I'm so sticky all yeah. the time. I need I, to not be so I shouldn't sticky. have said anger. That was a misconception. I shouldn't have said that. That's a myth. It's not that you're angry. It's just like when you get excited, those, the, like for whatever reason, the, the like you start salivating. Oh, my anger no. isn't. <laughs> it's a very real But thing. that's the only reason right. why you salivate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes a lot more sense. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally foaming at the mouth like a very <laughs> rabid dog all the time. <laughs> I'm just so angry. So we're gonna do, uh, we're we're gonna do a gum extraction <clears throat> in my garage. Uh, we're gonna broadcast it live. Yes. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to, uh, like most doctors, go ahead and Google how that's done because it has to be a well-known um, procedure. And pause the show. See, what Scott just did is he read the question that we're not doing anymore because we replaced it with the myth question. Oh, on, which, which, which one was uh, that? So he was reading the cheating on online test. He was trying online. to say Oh, no sorry. It. 
I was getting ready to, I was getting no, ready I to fought, segue toward the emo, like the emoji one. Like, so how do you emoji right, blowing okay. bubbles out your ass? Fuck it, boys. We're doing it live. I'm not cutting any of this. Here it is. <laughs> so, so the next question. Fuck it. Fuck it all the hell. So, so if I were to text, uh, here, here's what it was. We'll do the audience. Say, see what Scott was about to read is how bad is it to cheat on online tests? I usually refrain from cheating on, on tests in school, but now during online classes, it's so easy and I can't help myself. In which case, I will say as a a, a young 30s adult who who is fairly successful in his career, go ahead and fucking cheat. It doesn't matter. We do it all the time. Everyone in life Google's everything. Except for no one knows how to do anything anymore. No, especially like clients. Like that's the way it goes. Is that like anytime like people will Google anything at home. They'll Google how to do their router. But when it comes to work, like people won't ask it. So you Google anything and you can do your job. What you need to do is just be really good at Googling things. You can go ahead and Google things like getting gum out of someone's stomach or fixing your computer. How, how is that not a fucking degree you can get from any university? A Google degree? Where they're like, okay, what would you like to go into? I like, I, well, I'd like to be an expert at Googling. Because, um, again, uh, not to be ageist or anything like that, because, you know, it, it, no matter the age, pretty cool, right? I don't fucking know. I don't care anymore. It, some people suck at Googling, especially... Ugh, elderly people they don't know how to do it it's like younger people are so fucking good at googling that i can find answers to things without even being close to having an idea of what i'm looking for right like i can yeah. i can find everything by like a few key yeah searches. like a google consultant um, some people aren't good at it. like that's what like it Wait, should be yeah, a major exactly. like oh i'm going to major in being a google consultant it's almost like a translation like you have translation for different languages or whatever. Like it's almost like a technology language where like, oh hey, I don't know how to do this or how do I do my job. You can be you can go to school, get your like bachelor's or master's in Google consulting and go from there. I feel like there's a high demand for it. It's yeah, no kidding. Like and not to cut Scott off here real quick, but like I feel unless your job is physically active to the point that you cannot do it. I don't know if I really believe anymore that anyone, you know, when we were growing up and they're like, you can be whatever you want. And that was bullshit for like a long time. Now it's circling back around to be like, you know, I don't want to brag, but like, I could probably diagnose a few people. If you know how to Google it, you can do it. Like, oh, hey, we if you know the right questions, if you can sift through the bullshit, like you can definitely do it. Like, like if someone came up to me and they're like, hey, are you an accountant? Can you do my taxes? I would be like, no, but I can definitely do your taxes because it'll take me two minutes to fucking learn or find an online calculator to do it. I'll download, I'll download I a so. sheet. Like I can download a sheet and do it for you. You can get a degree in popular culture where all you sit there and do for a whole semester is watch The Simpsons <laughs> and analyze how that has had effect on modern culture. Then there should definitely be a degree and a marketable job sense for a google assistant like a live person google assistant i think that that's a problem i think google's beating us to it because they do have a google assistant on every but, but there, that, that's yeah, but, where i'd argue and i think maybe scott and i are going the same uh area google you want a human touch yeah well google assistant's only going to give you the google like you can google whatever google assistant's only a verbal thing of it you still have to be able to switch like you have to like sift through the bullshit and still be able to find what you need yeah, to find. Yeah, because I've def, I've definitely sat there, googled something, and gone, 
I really think that's a load of fucking shit. I'm gonna Google it something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Google this Google search. I just well, you need a filter. You just need to know know when the bullshit like starts and ends. Listen, it's like we, a caddy when we're golfing. We've been going this direction for a while. I remember when there wasn't autocorrect on PCs, oh. and, and you had to actually know how to spell words. Which to this day, I, I'll admit it. I'm terrible. I'm the world's worst speller. I, I could barely spell the word spell <laughs> if it came down to it. Now, with that being said, because I can either autocorrect or Google every word at least close enough, I've never written a letter professionally that wasn't pristine, my boys. Yeah. So or, pristine that you would think I was, you would think I paid attention <laughs> from first to fourth grade when I did Just didn't. like math, like calculator. You're never going to have a calculator to ever be able to do all this math. You need to know how to longhand it and all this. Lo and behold, 10 years later, um, computers. Yes, just cell phones. Yeah, Miss Peterson, I've, our fifth yeah, I didn't grade know the multiple, uh, I don't math know the teacher. Multiple, uh, like the multiple equation uh, like table. Like I just need to know how to work a calculator or a smartphone. I've never done long division outside of a classroom. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous never. that there's so many things that they teach you that is just not applicable to like real life. So... If anything, I say you're ahead of the curve by cheating in your online tests. You're you're a step further than anyone else going into career fields that think that they need to know everything off the top of their head. You don't. It's too much shit. The world's too crazy. You can't retain all the information of like the days in and days out and how what's affecting your life and then still be remembered like what the Pythagorean theory is. Like fuck that noise. <laughs> you don't need it. There's no reason you need it. You'll need it for a trivia like question someday in but 15 most or 20 of the time, years. Most of the time, it's just asking you what, like, do you know what the Pythagorean theory is or how to spell it? In which case, fucking Google it in the trivia. <laughs> You're going to win. doesn't matter. <laughs> Good God. Now, speaking of putting uh, little tiny words into a little <clears throat> box, should I send emojis to my girlfriend? Now, that's all this says, is should I? I? I would like to get hot takes on what you boys feel about your emoji game. Do you feel like your emoji game's keeping it 100 lit? I don't know what I just did. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to video dab on it. There it is. Oh, God. Got it in one. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. That's so rough. You have too many kids for that. Ugh. You know my favorite thing to do, no joking aside, is because I know um, Zach, Zach, who's younger, uh, my, my oldest son, um, is at a live during the time of which Fortnite really took over, where a lot of this stuff became popularized. Mm -hmm. And um, according to him, dabbing isn't cool anymore. Yeah. Now, I never thought dabbing was cool in the no. first place, but shits to giggles my favorite fucking thing in the do is whether i'm dropping them off at school or we're out in public to hit my son with that dab just like hey bud keep it 100 and then dab and then watch him hate me hate me more than one human can hate another human it's my favorite fucking so thing. does he but should i send emojis does, so do they send like do younger like does Zach does he send emojis is that still a cool thing or did we get lost in translation in there I think that, I think it's, okay, listen, we're being honest. We're all in our 30s. Mm. I don't think any of us know how the emoji game works. No. I think that there's certain key combinations of emojis. that I have are to Google it. Yeah, I can Google it, I suppose. But I, I think that there's a key combination of emojis that are okay to send. But 
I think it's more of an age thing. Like, at what age do you quit sending that kissy face emoji? Do you... You know what my... Okay, fuck that. New fun game. What's your most hated emoji? I hate the crying while laughing emoji. Yeah. It, it Which, makes there, me there's sick multi, So there's multiple stomach. ones because I use them. Do you like the regular face, the, the yeah. sideways face, like the diagonal? Like, which one? Sure. Just... You, you pick one. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. I can't. I don't know what it is about it. I think you know what it is. It's seeing people overuse it where I, I read something and I'm like, that's not funny. But then it's thousands of crying while laughing emojis below it. And I'm like, nope, not today. It's like fuckers. the new K. I hate it. Like, I hate like, it, hate it, like, it. When, like when texting became a thing, at, like when we were in high school, it's like the new K. Like it's like, oh, haha, that's funny. It's like, right. you no, know, I said I was going to go with eggs. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny, Grandma. Please, Grandma. Please quit misusing emojis. So okay, so there's been there's been a an evolution of emojis too. So like when emojis just came out, originally there were like what five smiley faces. I go into my deal on my on my iPhone and there's pages of them. I tried this and then then it auto corrects. Like there'll be keywords loaded into my phone from thank you Apple. Yeah. Um, that I'll be talking, and then sometimes if I screw up and I hit the word, it automatically changes to an emoji. So there's so much shit lost in translation. I was sending a, a grocery list to my wife the other day, and she ended up, like, at the house hot and heavy ready to go because, you know, there was, like, some some eggplants <laughs> and some peaches on, on some shit. And, and lo and behold, ready to go. And I'm like, where's dinner? Oh, what happened? Oh, I misunderstood your uh, your emojis. Oh, I see. <laughs> see, what happened is I read that text and I got all hot and heavy and I forgot to buy produce for supper tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> now does does, does yeah, I don't does the relationship it. matter? So, <clears throat> does like do, like whether it's a friend? Does it matter if it's like a male friend, female friend, like a boss? Like I, I feel like that kind of like that kind of changes everything. Like. When I was texting, like when emojis first came out, I was cool with like sending them to like females and stuff like that. But then I had a couple of male friends start sending them to me and I'm like, oh, I now feel like the reciprocant of the female that I sent those to. Like smiley face, like, oh, hey, hope you're having a great day, smiley face. Or, oh, hey, did you see that the game is on, smiley face? Like, I don't need a smiley face for that. Are you hitting on me? <laughs> like, the, the <laughs> Maybe we're just the, very the old grumpy men, but yeah, when someone sends me a when someone sends me a smiley face, I'm like, "There's no reason to be that happy. Stop." <laughs> hey, bring it down a little bit. I don't need to see you smirking. <laughs> I don't need. Don't wink at me either. Don't do anything. <laughs> In fact, don't call. Don't text. <laughs> just leave me alone. Let me be old and tired. Well, you're sounding kind of. And uh, with that, you're sounding a bit grumpy there. And it sounds like you might not be a morning person. And, uh, you know, some people aren't and they stay up really late and they can set send off. They, they can set all of the alarms they can, but they never wake up. But have you ever found yourself in a situation where you need to wake up in the morning? And what would you do if you really needed to wake yourself up? I'm. I think we've spoke about this on the podcast before. Uh, I, I am the worst person in the world when it comes to waking up. In fact, I know for a fact that I have said, uh, however many episodes it was, 20, 30, 50 episodes ago, <laughs> that I once slept through an earthquake, uh, which is very true. And to this day, it it, it still stands. I'm a, I'm a very hard sleeper. Uh, now, could you hire a 
maybe uh, some type of, I, I would say a fairly big aggressive man to bully you out of bed. <laughs> because that's about what it takes to get me out of bed at this point. Hey, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. <laughs> you know, you, you could go that route. I don't think if, if you have a cell phone, I know that that's how you submitted this question. If your phone alarm isn't working, you need to get aggressive yeah. with it. You need to you need to trap yourself in the morning. Maybe an elaborate. Uh, what are those uh, uh, contraptions called? Uh, Rube Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rube Goldberg. Those two that they turn on the stove Where? and convert the house down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so so here's what you do. You spend all day setting up your Rube Goldberg machine, uh, and it is large enough to where it will take eight hours to complete. So right before you go to bed, you you roll the ball down the chute, and then eight hours later, boom, your asshole's on fire. <laughs> and, Literally, and now, with a blowtorch. And, and now you're awake, and it's time to get up, time to rise and shine, cupcake. I think that's the way to. I feel way like to go. you would only be able to. I think you'd only be able to do that like once or twice because I don't know what a blowtorch will do to an asshole, but I don't think it'd be good for long term. <laughs> I think it. I think it's gonna get you out of bed every day afterwards. I think, you know, maybe you can do some, some Pavlov there and then, like, just have it singe some hair, like, the third day, and then you'll understand. Or I do feel that if we're dealing with a singeing scenario, it's not hot enough to hurt me, and that warm heat is going to push me into a deep Or is it motivational? Is your favorite thing ever waffles? Is there a way to, like, kind of have this rigged up where um, it starts cooking waffles or pancakes or eggs, bacon, whatever the case might be? And then you smell that deliciousness or coffee. And then it's motivational in a good way, possibly. See, you stumbled onto something very interesting, which is you could have a, a, not even to be funny, a super good take on this, which is, is there a difference? If we were to pull the audience or anyone to ever listen to this, if they liked breakfast versus how easy they are to wake up in the morning. Mm. See, myself, I'm not really a breakfast boy. I, I rarely eat breakfast. Sunday mornings, that's Yeah, it. like maybe on the weekend. I, I, I drink coffee every mm. morning, but I don't eat a whole lot of breakfast. But I also like to sleep in. So is there a correlation for people who do enjoy those tasty waffles and are happy to get out of bed to <laughs> enjoy those tasty waffles as opposed to me, who's like, I'll drink coffee at you know ten o'clock when I get up, and I'm fine. So, I, I don't need to have a, a breakfast. High bread solution. You have you have some way that the bacon is put in the oven. I'm not sure. Don't have the details worked out. But you put it in the oven, and in 14 minutes, it smells delicious. In 35 minutes, it's on fire. See, that's a good idea too. Mm -hmm. I, I I do like that we keep coming around to the fire scenario. <laughs> I feel like fire will it's get very your alarming. ass out of bed. Yes. We have. We literally have alarms in our houses to detect fire. Yes, fire is the ultimate way to wake up. It's the or you can alarm. pull, a, pull now, a grenade. You can do the grenade where it pulls a pin, and you have three seconds to make sure you close it back down again, or, you know, boom. Or you get, like, a 15-second grenade, and the pin gets thrown across the room into your pile of dirty laundry, and you go, fuck, I should have washed that last week, and now I have to dig through it to find a pin. Well, it sounds like you, well, it sounds like you have a lot, of thing, a lot of things to worry about, and if you have to hold um, the safety trigger on a grenade for 15 minutes to look for the pin, you have better things to do with your life to get it together. You want to get up in the morning. Um, maybe you have a scenario where someone has hidden a camera into your room 
which is really interesting because we we do have a question right here that says how do i tell my parents that i know that they put a camera in my room there's no added detail we don't know the age of this person we don't know if they were maybe a sloppy boy beforehand so their parents wanted to keep track of their room but he does know that there is a camera in his room how does he address his parents on it now i know i'll say what we're all thinking and that's that you don't verbally talk to them about no it. instead you show them that you know yes. through song and dance while naked as all fuck <laughs> staring into the camera hard staring into the camera we perfect that helicopter because you're going to you're going to do that once and the next time you go into your room that camera will no longer be in your room so I like the aggressiveness what if there were subtle hints where where like rather than doing a helicopter just all for whatever reason, you always bend over, and you know the brown hole's showing the whole time, every time, three times a day. Where it's like I don't know you're there, but here's ass up, and uh, you don't want to look at that. Hot, hot naked yeah. yoga. Oh, there you, you have a hot naked yeah. yoga scenario. Yeah. And and, and uh, no, no parent wants to see their child doing. <laughs> I don't want to see me doing hot naked yoga, let alone anyone else see me do hot naked yoga. I'm going to say slow fuck a blow up doll. Okay. Now we were talking investment, time and money spent. Can yeah. you elaborate? Oh, yeah. I would say once you have found the uh, the camera in the room, um, immediately without haze, <laughs> order the most horrendous, hideous looking blow up doll mm-hmm. <clears throat> one that's got um, a, a multitude of solutions for you if you will um a multi-purpose a multi-tool <laughs> a, a multi-tool of <laughs> sex options dolls. yes yes um yes you set the scene you get some candles <laughs> in the room you get some grape juice you get some wine going whatever it is whatever you want to do uh you turn the lights down to some you know some some good light lighting you get some good, good you, sex music. So like Maybe a little slow like, fuck that day. Oh yeah, yeah. Some pretty races. Mrs. Jones. Uh, and you finish in the fucking direction of that goddamn camera every. Well, in the direction time. or on it. The or money shot, it, like money shot on the camera itself or towards the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Now, why, why, okay. One and done, one and done. That's what that is. One and done. You, you, it'll be gone. Fucking gone. Oh, oh my God. Now, can, can we play, can we play in the space just a little bit as to why the parents felt the need to put the camera in the bedroom? What, what type of things could this boy have been up to that sparked... I, Again, I have children. I could not imagine a scenario where I would want to video document what they are doing alone. Are they sneaking out? Like this, Why? Like that's my first thing is perhaps they're sneaking out, you know, out the window. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Maybe they have people sneaking in the window. Are they trying to catch them? That's still kind of weird for like, does your parent really want to watch that though? And if so, maybe you have some weird parents. Okay. Have you recently come into a large sum of money where your parents are waiting for you to do something like, I don't know, fuck a blow up doll as to where they could extort you (laughs) for this large sum of money? You know, we were so quick to say fuck a doll 
and I agree. Typically, that's my solution for everything. <laughs> we may be off track on this one. Is it possible that we're that we're beating down the wrong hole, if you will? <laughs> okay, so you've had to fuck up at some point. If they are going out of their way to put a hidden camera in your... I mean, because let's all be fair, it's... It's not some like out in the open thing. They think they're being crafty little shits putting a, a, a camera in your room in a, a teddy bear or a picture frame or mm-hmm. in a vent or something. A vase. A vase of flowers. A vase, a vase yeah. of flowers, yeah. So you really need to do some self-reflection. Okay. Now, and, and this may take a moment for us to all come to the name of it. But are you boys familiar with the show where they secretly record people uh, and to see how they it, it react in environments? Uh, oh, what what is that boy's name? He he's so famous for it. It's like a secret hidden recording show where they're peop- real life people are put into awkward situations, and then they record their reaction, and then they come out and go, "Oh, this was all set up. You know, you've been on this show." Like candid hitting like camera. Punk? I was gonna say punch. Maybe yeah. Ashton like, Kutcher's like punk. Now, it, okay, is your dad Ashton Kutcher? Are you being punked <laughs> by Ashton Kutcher? And then I fucked a blow up doll. Huh. Or I feel like I, can see I feel that like if you bad. have the money, like maybe maybe cameras are cheaper now, but I almost feel like your parents have the money to watch like a security camera with a security guy. It's okay. So we're talking about a little. A little outside the family action. Yeah, like what if you if you're always leaving your house, leaving the gated community? What if there's like what if it's all for none? What if your parents aren't the ones that are like suggesting the idea? They're like, you're you're saying that Dave's security down at Dave's Securities Emporium and camera keeps, sales like, is is offering the solution. Like, he keeps sleeping, we'll so we need to get a camera in there. I'm I'm Dave Security, and I can help you catch your son doing all his creepy <laughs> things in his bathroom and bedroom. You just stop down off Highway 9 here at Dave's Security Emporium, where I'll set you up with the finest high-definition camera quality that you've ever seen. You won't know which way he's beating it, because the frames will be too fast. Again, that's Highway 9, Dave's Security Emporium. Stop on down. Is that what you're suggesting? (laughs) Yep, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> oh my god! But okay, so I, I'm just curious here because if you were to find a a hidden camera in your room, um, so would it be something like super obvious? Like we've we've talked about like a teddy bear or a, a picture frame. Obviously, they have put something. Either they put something new in your room and it's instantaneously spotted because I know everything that's in my room right now where it is. Yeah. And if some giant fucking teddy bear showed up in the corner and was making some sort of electronic hum with like a camera sound to it, I would notice it. You say that, but you've been in this house for how long now? A good amount of time now. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's something I know. Please explain to me, Scott, how you never noticed the camera I put in your and bedroom. Know, That's right. This has it. been an elaborate prank and the whole time. Too, like, Am I being punked? <laughs> You're being punked. <laughs> You say that you know where all the cameras are at in your house, but I don't think you don't. <laughs> well, well, gentlemen. God, now I'm Paul Paranoid. Speaking of teddy bears, um, which did originate with uh, Teddy Roosevelt and the good U.S. of A. 
You know, um, you know, someone might think of moving to the USA here in a few years, and perhaps they would like some tips or some adequate advice they might need to know before moving. And perhaps you'd like our advice on this expertise podcast on what type of things um, might one expect that would be different from their own country rather than the good old U.S. of A.? Well, I can tell you right away, here in America, you're going to have a lot more parents filming their kids doing secret shit in their bedroom <laughs> than you probably do in any other country. So, uh, again, stop down at Highway 9 Dave's Emporium security cameras where you can pick up a fine quality camera and you can start recording people uh, when they think that they're not being recorded. That's super American. So you have that as an option. Uh, I would say there's three big things. Okay. Cheeseburgers, <laughs> hot dogs, and baseball. Got it in one, Scott. You are going to want to eat a lot of cheeseburgers, hot dogs, baseball. and <laughs> listen. I know, and I, I'm about to, I'm about to offend Scott very hard. I know it's going to seem impossible <laughs> to enjoy baseball, but just realize that no one else actually enjoys baseball. We just watch it because we're American, and fuck. and it's summer. It's hot as shit, and there's nothing else to do. People watch baseball. It's American pastime. Well, yeah, but it's still nothing. Like, I can do that without watching baseball. <laughs> I have a better time drinking beer without watching baseball. <laughs> now, several weeks ago, I saw that Scott had tagged his beautiful wife, Liz, in a post that was a highlight reel of the previous baseball season. Do you remember posting this to her? Yeah. Okay. So, what's interesting about that is that was the highlight baseball reel of the previous year of all of baseball. And it took about six minutes to watch. That's a year of baseball condensed down into six six kind of exciting moments. That's all there They're is. trying so hard, though. I <laughs> Some of them even get participation trophies. Oh, my. Yeah, so learn to get into baseball, I guess. There's that. Uh, have you considered not moving to America? <laughs> not, not because your country's like uh better but it's probably better <laughs> like if we're being honest i probably just offended everyone here in america but i don't know look at canada canada has some good options yeah they have poutine they do. I or, love poutine. or stay in canada if you're trying to immigrate from canada you'll regret it instantaneously well like the one to three ratio with the pork tenderloin if you go out to eat you're going to spend a good amount of money but you're gonna have to take half of it back home like that's yeah, what the American is on like, everything. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, the proportions are crazy. Yeah. Like you can get five, like five pounds of potatoes for three dollars. Pack on forty pounds, and hey, welcome to America, bud. Because start swallowing your gum. I learned that that makes you fat. This episode, so you could also pick an accent too to fit in. So which accent would you want? Would you want like a northeastern or uh, like you could also pick where you want to live by accent. Hey Tanner, could you break me off a little bit of a north northeastern accent for me, just real quick? Yeah, I like a lot of baseball, <laughs> and I like a oh, I don't, I can't do it. Sorry, I botched it. <laughs> I need a hot dog. I need a hot dog. I, I, I want felt... a hot dog, and I need to go over there to talk to my brother. My brother's over there, and I'm really pissed at him. I'm not sure why, but I'm Italian. It's okay. Hell yeah, it's okay. We need a hot dog. We need some chili. We need some linguine. It's okay. It's okay. It's baseball. The Patriots. It's all great. The Yankees. Oh yeah, fuck the Mets. The Mets are fucking shit. Oh, the Yankees are great. Oh, baseball's great. American pastime. That's fucking perfect. That's awesome. That's so golden. Oh my oh, god. So we're all gonna get killed by the fucking mob. <laughs> okay, so 
just do what Tanner did right there, and that's the only way you talk to everyone. Where do ever. I find a hot dog at a hot dog stand? Where do I do it? Right there? Right there in the street? I can't get a hot dog in the street. It's not sanitary. I'm not paying through three fifty for no, a hot dog. dog. Does it come on? You go down to Jimmy's on the corner. You can get two hot dogs for two dollars. He's gonna put all the toppings oh, three, on it. The extra three, for relish, oh, not three today. condiments. You're talking to me. Oh, we talk over each other half the time. <laughs> That's hey, welcome to America. America. <laughs> welcome to America. <laughs> Just everything. Okay, so here's the most American thing that I can think of right now. If you have an opinion, it'll offend somebody. Mm -hmm. If somebody has an opinion, it offends you. Be prepared to be mad all the fucking time for no if you reason. you don't have an opinion, yeah, you're so offensive. Yeah, I'm offended that you don't have an opinion on that, you fucker. <laughs> that's, that's a super valid point, too. It's like, we're just, everything is in such a state of, like, contention right now. It, it's, it's such a weird time. Like... You know what? You want to move to America in four years? Okay, here's what you do. Do it 15 years. <laughs> Go back so. in time. Go back to America. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe try moving earlier, and then you could be in the same shit show that rest of us are in. Or again, I heard that you know Venice is lovely this time of year. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's always that. I don't know. Cause, uh, well, and see, America's... America's kind of a mixed bag. Now, we do have that Midwestern niceness. Uh, so if you're looking for a little bit more, if you're looking for people that are going to be overly apologetic about everything they do, come to the Midwest. Dang. Oops, sorry. Where you step on my foot and I'm going to apologize to you. Yep. Now, if you're a naturally angry person like Tanner just spoke on, you want to move to that Northern Eastern location and you want to fight, you want to fight three dudes that are working construction over the hot dog that <laughs> you were in line for. You can do that. Uh, you want to get that super good, uh, that that OG Kush? <laughs> Head out west, my boy, because it's pretty dope up there. I'm not going to lie. So Head, head um, west, my friend. Or, you know, there's mountains. Are you from Switzerland? Go to Colorado. Go to Denver. That's, I mean, the closest Switzerland dudes we can be in the United States. Yeah. Don't go to Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Ever. There's no, there's no yeah. reason to. It's a trash state. Sorry, Mississippi, except for I'm not, you fucking trash people. There's a few little states in, in, in that particular corner that uh, you're best just not to go. Yeah, uh, there there is a list of states where you just don't go to. So Yeah, there's like 15 states I wish we could give back. <laughs> I wish that they'd try to resubcede. Yeah, like, <laughs> just give, me, give me a few more yeah, weeks. Like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I am part of it. Like, it's funny. Like I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I, I'm like, I'm sectioned off. Florida's not overly, like, they're, I, they're I, not overly, like, you know. Eh. But at the same time, I need to get back home. To be honest, I can't believe that someone from Alabama hasn't gone to the Florida state line and just started sit, like jigsawing it off the country, just cut it straight off. I'm surprised a lot of people haven't done done it. It's well deserved. I might do it myself. Like, I might just drive up like, hey, Emily, I need three weeks. i got to sell this fucker off. Like, it's for the best of us. Florida Florida right. man like, Florida man has done his damage. He's fucked. He's not worth keeping. Got to sell him off. Florida? Okay. I'm trying to think of any reason to move to Florida, which I know is so weird because, like, Tanner, you live in Florida. But it's like, uh, it, I suppose, like, are you super into bath salts? 
Are you wanting to live in constant fear of alligators? Do you want to be swampy all of the time? Do you like hurricanes that much? Do you like people driving down the wrong way, uh, like the wrong way on the interstate? That happens regularly. We have, we have like spurts of it. Like there's weeks where we have like multiple people going up like the, the off ramp up. Well, to be fair, they never learned how to read. So true. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're from other countries. They're from other. They drive states. on the wrong side of the. No, road. they're not. Actually, fair enough. They're from like Michigan and Ohio, which I feel like. Oh, which yeah. I feel oh. like they should. Like Scott said, other countries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I think we hit our daily dose of offending everyone. Yep. So with that, a uh, couple things I'd like to say. Listen to all the states that we just offended. Um. Maybe try to do better, and we won't do it next time. Yeah. Second thing I'd like to thank is the band All My Friends Hate Me for the use of the song Stay Up off the album Metal Butterflies. You can check them out on Spotify, and assuming that we have any retented, retained audience at this point, of course you can always check out our back episodes. You can also hit us up at Midbest Midworst on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, if you have any questions for the show, you can send them into mbmwshow at gmail.com. And for all the hate mail, you can also send into mbmwshow at gmail.com. And Scott, what's your email real quick? Oh, I'm, um. I'm getting a big no from him. Okay, never mind. <laughs> hey, Tanner, do you want to do you wanna say anything? Let me all offend one last people. Um, with Florida, it's Florida. I have no apologies to Florida. They can be sawn off so far as I care and with Florida, man. But uh, no, glad that uh, uh, Scotty was back with us today. Glad you had the golf cart uh, situation up. It made it feel more comfortable, feel more real. And I think it's been absolutely great. So um, with that, I've been Tanner and I've been your mid best. Oh, I'm going to uh, sneak right in here quick. Uh, and I've been Scott. And of course, I've been Shane. I'm your mid worst. And as sure as Jesus wears sandals. We'll see you next week.